As you listen to God's servant, Tayo Ladajo, may the vision of the finish and of God's high calling for the church be further increased in your heart to inspire accurate lifestyle and orchestrate the outbreak of the Spirit of God in the earth. Be blessed in Jesus' name. You see, you, until we begin to realize that the dealing of God and the process of God is actually a blessing. There's no blessing like it. Praise God. Let's read on. Then the Bible said, The Lord lift up, the Lord make his face to shine upon thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee. Now the question is, how does the blessing come? How does the blessing, one thing we've learned is that when we mature, God heals us. Is that right? And then blessing comes. But what actually instigates that whole process is when God causes his face to shine upon you. That's a great blessing. The face of Yahweh. That is where the blessing lies. The face of Yahweh. Illumination and revelation of his will. That is where the blessing lies. Now when he talks about God causing his face to shine on you, he's talking about the first or primary illumination. What the primary illumination brings, it dispenses grace. It says, and be, and be gracious unto thee. The word grace, canal, is the ability in Hebrew, canan, is the ability to do the will of God. Ability to do the will of God. The word grace. So the primary illumination is to equip us and enable us to be able to do the, to prosper in the will of God. Praise God. Let's read on. Finally. No, 26. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee what? Peace. Now the first illumination brings what? Grace and be gracious to you. May he cause, make his face shine upon you. Then he will be gracious. But when he lift up his countenance, what countenance? Panem. Panem. It, it means God pouring everything on his inside in you. Divine communication occurs through secondary illumination. So when he lifts his countenance upon you, that's secondary illumination. Don't forget, to have secondary illumination, we must be faithful and committed to that which is given to us. Is that right? And we must be tested by the knowledge of the truth. Not just we must know the knowledge of the truth. Being tested is God who tests us with what we know. What he has given to us. Praise God. And what comes with that is what? Peace. Peace is not absence of trouble. I hope you know that. We thank God for so much peace. Also, like peace, no, I mean, with no challenge, no nothing. You are here to have peace. You, when God says, I will bless you with peace, ah, you better be suspicious of Him. <laughs> when God says, I will bless you with peace, I'm sorry, I don't want to say it. Praise God. That means there's going to be challenges. 
and there may be crises and there may be storms but the interesting thing is that you will prevail in it peace is not absence of trouble peace is that why trouble comes you are reigning that's what peace means peace means you are living in the reality of God and his power is being made alive in you as if the trouble is not present. Praise God. So what secondary illumination brings is peace. What primary illumination brings is grace. He will be gracious. But when he lifts up his countenance, he says, peace, shalom. Shalom. Shalom means in the means of of famine, you will prosper. Shalom means when it is contradictory, you will stand. Shalom means nothing broken. It means allness to be whole, to be complete. Praise God. Shalom. God wants you to be complete. When grace is at work in you, is to make you complete. You know, peace means people will come and malign you. You know, peace doesn't mean that you become the friend of the whole world. You call the attraction of humanity. You think that's what peace means? <laughs> peace means you will be maligned by people. Yet, the Lord will fortify you and your response will be forgiveness. Then you have come into peace. You see, that peace is, is, is what will determine your enlightenment. It's what will de determine God bringing you into the fullness of his plan, his purpose, his will. You will not fully fulfill your destiny until you come into peace. Peace. Peace is reinforcing the means of contradictions and trials. Without trial, there is no peace. You don't need peace when everything is quiet. You have not be, when everything is like rosy, you have not yet been blessed with peace. Because peace comes when the enemy arises. No. The reason why the enemies arise is because God, you've got to be smart spiritually. You understand what I'm saying? When, the, when you are facing adversity and opposition, you know what it means? God is at work. God is chatting a course. God is casting something. God is birthing something. That's the reason for the attack. But when God is not at work, when something is not being raised and birthed and, and built and rebuilt and, and, and shown forth by God, the enemy does not come. So every time you see the enemy show up, it's because God is working out something. His good pleasure, his purpose, his will, his counsel. The reason for the attack and the onslaught of the enemy is because God is working out his counsel in you. Praise God. And the only thing that detonates and subdues the powers of darkness is the peace of God. So the peace of God naturally follows his dealing. When God is at work in us and building you up, completing you on the inside, praise God, he's reinforcing you with peace. And then you overcome. You overcome. The Lord will make you to be, to enlarge. He's going to make you to be established. Thank you for listening to this timely word of the Lord.
Thank you.